Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2,363. This week, we celebrate the Quail, a motorsport gathering. It takes place Friday, August 18th at the Quail Lodge and Golf Course. For over 20 years, the Quail has provided an unparalleled and exclusive experience for the motorsport enthusiasts and collectors from all around the world. We hope to see you there. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Guess where I am today? Beautiful Turin, Italy with a very special guest by the name of Dave Amatea. Dave, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear? And are you ready to release the clutch? Oh, yes. Let's have fun. We are going to have some fun today in a beautiful place. Ah, the, the history of where you are is so magnificent. But before we expose all of this, I would love for you to share one little thing with us, Dave, that maybe most people don't know about you. So let's start... Uh uh, since the beginning, my full name is Davide Loris Amantea, but everyone called me Dave, and there is a fun story behind. Actually, in my classroom at the design school, uh, really long time ago, there was three Davide in the same classroom, and uh, uh, funny, but the professor was uh, Janusz Kanieski, who was a famous designer. Uh, from Pininfarina at that time. And it was started reading one by one. I was the last one in the list. So the first was keeping Davide as an Italian name. The second one say, oh, is, there is another Davide. So it's David. And I'm the last one. And he say like, uh, as a big boy, because I'm chunky. He say, you are Dave. You are, <laughs> you are big Dave. So big this Dave. is the story behind. So classmate became my colleagues. Uh, my professor became... Some, uh, some of them became uh, my bosses in the future of my career. So at the end of the story, everyone called me Dave and still as it is. And I love uh, to have my nickname apply. Uh, also, my really original friends uh, on my hometown now, they call me Dave. So right. this is the, yeah, this is the most story behind the day. So, but the full name is... Yeah, it's Davide Loris Amantea. Well, the full name is quite extravagant and I'm beautiful. That's right. <laughs> beautiful for a designer. Now, was this when you were at IAAD? Correct. I studied in the Institute of uh, European Design in Turing. And uh, back in the days was early 2000. And, uh, well, this is, was uh, actually, uh, it's funny because the first classroom was just nine uh, students so wow. a really small yeah in, in nine that's why the professor was laughing in on nine people there was three david in the same <laughs> class that's why the story is funny and you know <laughs> i'm the last one on the list it became dave yeah that's hilarious well i'll tell you something you've got a fellow Karja alumni here guest number 541 was the director at the school laura melani oh yes Yes, I know her. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So now you guys, uh, <laughs> you guys have something in common, uh, which is very, very cool. She was uh, great to have a guest, but that was a long time ago, considering your guest number two thousand three hundred and sixty-three. So yeah. I've talked to a lot of people since then. Let me give you an introduction. Dave Amantea is the chief design officer at Automobili Penintefarina, where they. For almost 90 years, this iconic design house has shaped the automotive world, giving countless luxury and sports vehicles a very distinctive shape. They have been the pioneers of a world of purity and innovation. Dave's career includes being a professor at IAAD University of Design, a senior exterior designer and team leader at Jaguar Land Rover, and senior exterior lead designer at NIO. And in 2018, he returned to Italy to join Paninfarina and their Batista hypercar, presenting him with a completely new and exciting design challenge. We'll learn a lot more about Dave, Paninfarina, and of course their involvement with the quail, but first a word from our sponsors. So please give them a little love. They keep the petrol in the tanks here and we'll be right back. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up. 
way up, but my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Lipson? the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States. That's right. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars yeah! has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars yeah! every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique in very personal way, well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyad.com or through the website at carsyad.com today to learn more. So, Dave, uh, before we get into what you're doing there, I want to go back in time a little bit. We talked about your time in school, but this career path that you chose, have you always been an automotive enthusiast and did you always have the vision of being an automobile designer? Because for most little kids, when they think and they love cars, they think, I want to design cars, but you're living the dream. Yes. I mean, I don't know how many time we have, but uh, uh, I, I really uh, a life lover. I mean, I live the life really intensively. And uh, the story starts since uh, when I was uh, a really kid and uh, my father was just a simple worker at, at um, Fiat, now is FCA. Uh, he was working in line, uh, building cars, uh, uh, some Maserati and some uh, FCA cars. So the passion about automotive in Turing was pretty normal because uh, back in the 80s, Turing was a really major uh, automotive capitals. There was a lot of uh, uh, design center, Stola, Bertone, uh, Ital Design Giugiaro, Pininfarina, and many others. There was G-Studio, there was a lot of uh, model shop like Verkar Model. There was uh, a vibe that uh, was inspiring every kid to fall in love with the automotive, especially cars. So my father was really passionate about cars, especially Formula One car, and was um, I really, I mean, I born and raised in Turing, in a modest, in a modest uh, but happy family, where in the Sunday we were looking football, and when there was Formula One, everyone uh, in front of the TV to watching uh, Formula One race. And this is where everything started. So since one day, uh, my father bring me in um, Piazza Vittorio Square, that it's uh, a famous square in Turing. Uh, there was a spontaneous um, car show, you know, where everyone was bringing their car side by side uh, in this uh, big, this big square. Of course, there was a lot of Ferrari and many, many other cars. Lancia. I remember that it was a Lancia Stratus, but uh, I was really, you know, um, take attention. I mean, one car the most take my attention at that time was a Ferrari Testarossa. And uh, I get closer and uh, my father say, like, you see, this is a Ferrari uh, and I was in love with. And then because 
I was not that tall. I was really in front of the body side and I spotted disegno uh, by Pininfarina. Mm. And then I asked the question to my father and say, Dad, I mean, what is that? And he said, yeah, well, actually, Ferrari, the, the, the car uh, for Ferrari are designed by Pininfarina. It's a really famous design house that uh, is really close to our hometown, uh, Cambiano. And I say, really? So from that moment, uh, I start to, you know, reading books because at that time, internet was not uh, available in my family. Anyway, uh, I started to make studies and I ended up uh, that uh, my dream was trying to design cars. So uh, this is where everything started. And um, I ended up to uh, study mechanical engineer uh, at the Pininfarina Technical Institute in Moncalieri. It's a school that uh, uh, it's not far from my hometown, that is Nichelino. Uh, it's, um, you know, a small city really at close and attached to Turin. In this school, I got the opportunity to really have a really strong uh, education in the in the in the automotive culture um this school have been uh, grow thanks to the uh, money that were coming from the Pelinfarina family so that's why these schools uh, have his name and um, well uh, in that uh, specific moment uh, i was trying to become an engineer because was a thing that uh, was driving me closer to the goal but one day while one professor was uh, uh, teaching a really boring mechanical lesson, <laughs> I was catching uh, on my notepad uh, a car. Mm. And uh, after 30 minutes, the professor gets pissed off and say, Amantea, can you bring me uh, your notebook, please? So then I, I give him to him and say, okay, I'm in trouble. He stays silent for one minute, and then I realized that I was not uh, in a small trouble, but a big trouble. <laughs> at the end of the story, he looked me in the eyes and say, why you are here? So, oh, I want to design car. No, you don't want, I mean, here, engineering cars is one thing, but with this talent, you should design cars, properly sketching car. But it's a different school. And then he basically helped me, uh, also me and my father, to find uh, this uh, Instituto Europeo di Design that was based in Turing, luckily for me, and was really famous and one of the uh, best uh, back in the time in Europe. Uh, so he gave us the address and me and my father, we get to the school. And this is where uh, I basically... Ended up. Yeah, this is, I, this is, is the moment where I realized, uh, okay, this is my path. This is what I want to do. And uh, I applied to the school. I won uh, also a scholarship of 20%. But the, the, the school was really expensive. And of course, uh, my family couldn't afford that. But my father told me, like, you don't have to think about nothing, food. You know, I, we can help, help you in any way. But uh, you should uh, get to work in order to, you know, uh, pay the fee of the school. So uh, this is what I did. Yeah, I woke up every... It was a really tough uh, uh, two years because the last year of my scholarship, I was already working as a designer, luckily for me, but the first two years was really tough, Mark. I did work in order to collect money and realize my dream to become a designer. I was waking up every morning at five, get to work as a normal worker at six, finish my shift at work around 2 p.m., get straight to home, make shower, eat something and sketching until 5.30 in the afternoon, take my scooter, go to school, because luckily for me, uh, was an evening. Evening courses, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, of course, uh, professionals are getting to work, designer after, uh, you know, their work at studio, they can get to school uh, to teaching. It was a, a really good news because in this way, during the day, I was capable to work and collecting money for paying the fee. And then I did uh, uh, until uh, from 6 p.m. more or less until 11 p.m. I was in the school sketching and studying, then drive back uh, home, sketching again until midnight and then sleeping four hours and repeat uh, every day yeah. for two years. Yeah, yeah, it was really tough, but uh, this is, was... Uh, uh, a sign because when you are young you want to party a lot you know I made a lot of <laughs> sacrifice because my friends 
get drunk everywhere. And uh, I was at home sketching all night in order to uh, try to achieve, I mean, to realize my dream. And look where this hard work landed you. So yeah, that <laughs> sounds a lot like my, my story. I had to pay for my own college myself. So yeah, I never went to parties. I worked all the time, but it got us through. Well, I want to fast forward because this event, the Quail, that you guys are going to be bringing cars to, uh, one of the features is titled Eyes on Italian Design. And I wondered if we could talk a little bit about what you're going to be bringing to the Quail. And of course, this project, Batista, uh, which is insane. I mean, super hypercar. And of course, uh, the name I assume is coming from Batista Penin, who was the... Uh, the founder of Carrozzeria Panin Farina. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about what we can see, what we can expect to see in the lawn from the design house? Okay. Um, I cannot get too much in details, but uh, finally, uh, everyone, aside of uh, family members, so customer and follower that are, are uh, developing cars uh, with us uh, since 2018, we are going to present uh, Nino Farina, of course, in U.S., uh, for the first time, that is the fantastic uh, car that we presented in Goodwood uh, recently. And then there will be um, something really special that uh, is, uh, is going to reflect uh, our uh, design philosophy, what we call the Pura philosophy. And uh, this uh, car, this, this uh, vision, this show car, it's uh, something that um, is going to inspire uh, a lot of things uh, in the future. And uh, probably it's already inspired something else. And then there is a little surprise also. So we are presenting three things on the same day at Pebble Beach. And I believe that everyone then understand that Automobilipin in Farina is not just Battista. Uh, in ghost mode, we were developing other things and we were waiting this moment until uh, the company was structured really well, uh, that we basically own completely the Batista project inside and outside. Uh, now the car that are delivered, the customer are driving our our car. We are collecting billions of data. We are collecting experience how to deal with this new segment, the hyperelectric segment. Now we are really confident, and that's why it's time to unleash the full power of automobile Pininfarina. I really, Mark, cannot wait this moment because. It's five years that we are working really hard. And honestly speaking, Mark, we were not so lucky. I mean, um, COVID time and also the Ukraine world makes a huge impact yes. in anything that we were doing. You cannot believe what we did in order to don't stop the program, Batista. Uh, there was really difficult moment, especially in Italy. We were really locked down in yeah. red zone area. Yeah. So it means that you cannot get out from your flat, you know, for months. It was really, really tough. But we never give up. And this is our strength. I mean, the team uh, uh, of Automobili Pininfarina, that's why we call us family. We want to figure out things uh, because we really believe that uh, Automobili Pininfarina deserves the best for the future. And we have the opportunity to boost. It's uh, I'm here for passion. I mean, this is is the best job ever. Honestly, <laughs> I'm really happy. No, really, I'm a passionate about Pininfarina. When I was really young, I was uh, always scared to even send the curriculum to Pininfarina because for me, Pininfarina is what I call uh, is the kingmaker. You know what I mean? Yes. They design car for everyone. Uh, Alfa Romeo, Lancia, Maserati, Rolls Royce, Ferrari. You can name one brand. And in the past, you know, everyone was asking, uh, uh, I mean, suggestion or, you know, design uh, or concept car designed by Pininfarina. So for me, Pininfarina is really, <laughs> it's a, a dream come true. That's why I really believe that uh, this summer there will be something spectacular to show off to any kind of uh, car lover. Well, it's absolutely Brilliant. And when most people, well, everyone thinks of the brand at Pininfarina, they think of cars that the company is designed for others, as you said. But this is your car. This is the company's car, right? Is that the way I'm hearing? Yes. This? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So everything's coming yes. out. And and what you guys had to deal with, and yet Italy was kind of the hypercenter when COVID started. I mean, that's where everything first broke out, uh, my understanding. And yeah, you guys had, well, the whole world went 
crazy, but you guys had it really, really tough. So the fact you were able to pull this off during that time and for five years here, most of it through that terrible time, is really hats off to what you've done. And if I'm understanding right, these cars are going to be debuted and you've got one that's going to be, is that the car at, at Pebble, is that going to be on the upper the upper uh, lawn there where they have the future cars of the future? Will that is that where that will be, be or will you be down on the golf course? No, no, we are not participating to the concourse, but we, we will have our portfolio of dreams that is our, uh, let's say, uh, display automobile pinning farina home yes ah, display area okay uh yes where there are there will be um uh, a lot of things uh, are happening for example we are delivering um three to four cars to client so there will be batista delivered uh wow. other uh, three to four batista will join us so current uh, uh, batista owner that are driving with their batista to the event Plus the Nino Farina, of course, there will be the anniversary, a show card that we are presenting, and a little surprise. So there will be a lot of things going on, and Mark uh, will be fantastic because people will understand uh, definitely who we are and uh, what uh, we want to do for the future. So I cannot wait because, um, I mean, the customer that already see our future product, they are smiling at us and giving us a lot of positive feedback. So it's time. It's time to unleash the full power and I cannot wait. <laughs> it's going to be super exciting. Now, this vehicle, I understand the hypercars, is it fully electric? Yes, always full electric. Wow. Yeah. So you've embraced that, which uh, is the future for sure. Well, this is so exciting. And uh, yeah, it's going to blow everybody away, no doubt. You know, I want to talk a little bit about you a little bit more about you and kind of get into your mind a little bit as a designer as it relates to where you're working is there a a special vehicle in your life that really stands out and it could be this car that we're going to be debuting uh here and if so what's so special and why well i have to be honest of course regarding my uh, current situation and my current position in terms of career First of all, I'm really lucky. I'm working with uh, an incredible uh, bunch of professionals. And, and honestly, it's thanks to them that, of course, we are achieving altogether something really special. Uh, I have a team uh, in the design that all of them are really passionate, super enthusiastic, and really the skills uh, of my team are, in, are insane. So I have to say thank you to everyone because it makes my life really easy. But of course... Uh, um, now it sounds too much corporate, but it's not. The two cars that we are presenting aside the Nino Farina this year in Monterey are really uh, representing a big part of me. Who knows me well uh, can, can see that through uh, these two models that we are presenting. But uh, if I have to make uh, an example of which car anyway is really attached to me, Definitely, Batista is the other two cars, but in the past, uh, it's really complex because I fall in love uh, in different moments of my life uh, with different cars, you know <laughs> what I mean? You sound like the classic car guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, for example, if you ask me, my favorite car ever is the Ferrari 250 short wheel base. Mm. The first time that I saw this car was Pebble Beach. Um, I, was, I, I fall in love immediately. And then I saw again this car. Uh, in Villa d'Este, uh, you know, the Como Lake. And honestly speaking, was yeah, breathtaking. I mean, really uh, a fantastic proportion. It's the perfect balance between being a, a car, really a sporty uh, attitude, but uh, keep uh, the elegance always. That's why I really love also the Pininfarina classic car, because it's fantastic. There, there is the true perfect balance between uh, sportiness and also elegance. And um, I think that uh, probably the 250 short wheel base is something that uh, always uh, stay in my mind as a reference uh, of what for me it's a beautiful car. But there are a lot of cars that, of course, I fall in love during the time. You know, when you grow, uh, it's like music. I'm passionate about music. There is not one type of music that I listen. Through the life, I'm changing taste uh, and I, uh, I, I I listen everything because I want. I'm really curious in the life. So. Like in the car, sometimes even the car that at the beginning was not uh, really cool to me, then later maybe I start to understand better and uh, maybe I start to appreciate also something that is not my taste, 
but I get it, uh, you know, or maybe I try to uh, take some inspiration from it. So, right. yeah, but definitely the car that we are launching will be part uh, forever of my, for, for my memories. I mean, I'm really in love on what we did and uh, I'm happy and uh, no pressure, by the way, Mark, because the most difficult, no, really, it's something that uh, uh, we were discussing sometimes when we meet with friends and colleagues uh, that are working in another company. But when you have uh, the Pininfarina tag on your shirt, yeah. uh, it's heavy. It's really heavy. Uh, the expectation from customer, journalist, uh, every time that there is Pininfarina is raised 100% above the limit that a human being can achieve because you have to really deliver. And... Uh, this is the most difficult thing. So probably you need twenty uh, percent of craziness, twenty percent of uh, mm-hmm. fearless, and then the rest. To me, it's just uh, hard work, and there are a lot of pressure. That's why, also after testing for these five years with Batista, and thanks to the multiple private view that we were organized through Pebble Beach, Villa d'Este, and a lot of uh, uh, events, uh, we collect uh, the right. Uh, uh, comment from our customer and then we shape all together you know what we say the future the future of luxury so i'm really thrilled and um, when we can definitely talk uh, uh, about the cars uh, uh, because uh, we'll be unveiled you will understand better <laughs> why i'm really excited yeah, I can tell. And, when, and especially when you name the car after the founder, you know, that adds a little pressure to the entire thing. Uh, but don't tell me. Yeah. Don't tell me, Mark. When they <laughs> say like, oh, the, 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 Paolo Pininfarina is really an, an inspiring person. And you can, I mean, uh, there is this kind of uh, vibe when you talk with people that have charisma, you know. Yeah. And uh, talking with Paolo Pininfarina is I mean, surprise me every time. He has always a story that inspires you straight away. And uh, details, uh, um, a small story behind any type of car, what his grandfather was doing. I love talk with Paolo Pininfarina. It's difficult to catch him because he's a really busy man. But um, the president, uh, when uh, he's passing by and we share him every time, everything that we do, and we talk about design, uh, it's really a person that inspires you a lot. It's, it's always fun and fantastic. And the pressure is really high. When he say, look at, him, look at us and say, I love the idea to call this car like my grandfather. Mm. It's time to realize <laughs> the dream of his life. In the in the same time, I got goosebumps. In the same time, I really called back. You know what I mean? Yes. You're like, oh, yeah. my God. Can't blow this. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's uh, really mark was uh, was was a fun moment we were really proud at the same time in the 10 seconds after he said and was approved we say like oh guys yeah yep. we have i mean there is his name on it and we have to deliver the best project ever yeah that's why all the company all together we were focused to make uh, as a batista as the symbol of uh, Automobili Pininfarina and the Pininfarina, let's say, new legacy, thanks to the electrification of the, of the automotive. Yeah, a lot wow. of pressure, Mark. <laughs> yeah, you said the right word you said was heavy. So uh, you, you said it all in, in one powerful word. I, I'm a bit of a car psychologist here. Yeah. I hold a special, deg- special degree, which I made up myself, but don't tell anybody that. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to crawl into your head a little bit here, which is a fun place I can tell with your passion and your design prowess. If you were reincarnated, pun intended, manifest as a vehicle, what would you be, Dave? But more importantly, why? Huh. Good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I can say that. I'm really um, a person that is super autocritic uh, because um, I based uh, my method and my you know, uh, attitude at work uh, based on work, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of discipline. Made, making a lot of works uh, make you stronger. And this is the only way that uh, you can improve yourself. So I have to be honest that if I have to make a parallel with a car, even if it's difficult, it makes, it's much easier to make different uh, uh, example. But if I have to choose a car, I have to say Mini Cooper first series, uh, R50, R52. Mm. Actually, it's a car that uh, I own. And actually, 
was my very first uh, car that I bought uh, with my own money. Uh, I was really in love with Mini Cooper because Mini Cooper does exactly what probably can reflect my personality and my attitude. You know, she's not the fastest one. She's not the strongest one. And, uh, you know, she is a little bit uh, fun. She uh, can deliver a lot of fun, you know, by driving it and uh, the experience by driving a Mini Cooper that is, looks like that you are going to hundreds miles per hour, but is not. But deliver to you this kind of adrenalinic driving and the pleasure of controlling the vehicle. So I think Mini Cooper, you know, it's iconic, but it's iconic through personalization. So <laughs> mine, for example, was English uh, Racing Green with uh, the white roof and white stripes uh, on the bonnet and a fantastic Mini Cooper uh, uh, gold uh, uh, logo on the on the back fender on the rear fender Uh, five spoke original uh, 16 inch really really uh, subtle but really nice looking you know what I mean and uh, probably this can reflect myself so uh, (laughs) something that uh, it's uh, sometimes is under underestimated and uh, uh, probably if I have to make a perfect example, maybe I can change subject and it makes uh, uh, a little bit my easier uh, to answer to your question. I feel more like if you're talking about uh, NBA and not because I'm good, but in the attitude like Kobe Bryant, ah. uh, he admit uh, himself that uh, if you are a gifted person, everything comes natural uh, and maybe sometimes uh, you are becoming weak because uh, you are good without uh, squeezing yourself too much ah. but when you have uh, when you have a bit of talent uh, but uh, you are not gifted enough the only way to compete with uh, such an incredible colleagues that are really crazy in design um the competition is really high you have to do a lot of work and i understood uh, since the beginning honestly speaking i not consider myself as genius but uh, the passion that I have and the discipline that I, I can apply to, you know, my uh, daily routine, uh, it's really high. So I train myself harder every day in order to cover the gap uh, um, from myself and the other designer. And then there was also uh, my career part that uh, bring me, uh, I mean, give me feedback that uh, uh, you can achieve everything that you want if you really want it. It's just a matter of what is your limit uh, of, uh, you know, tiredness and you have to work uh, hours and hours and then you will get there. It's just that thing. So that's why uh, by seeing video of Kobe Bryant, I see a little bit myself uh, in uh, what he's saying. I can understand what he's saying. Like, uh, uh, it's not... uh, talking about not having talent another way you don't start but when you have it but you can recognize that you are not gifted so on a you know on another level you have to just work uh, sorry your your ass off <laughs> this is the only way yeah. to get there this is the only way and this is what i did since the beginning i was just working three times my colleagues in order to cover the gap uh, and yeah. then or maybe yeah, or maybe if I have to do an example uh, in uh, football, because maybe people doesn't love NBA, is uh, w- what is for me the difference between Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi. Messi is gifted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's something that is a natural power. I mean, even if he's not training, as good as it is. Cristiano Ronaldo is gifted for sure as a base talent that it's definitely uh, a really uh, on an higher level, but he's not Messi. But uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has the discipline to work every day, hard, control every single details in order to basically perform as he, as, uh, as he wants. So uh, I see myself uh, like this. I'm not a genius, but uh, I have really big passion. And my passion boosts, uh, you know, the, 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 the inspiration to do always better. And that's why probably uh, this kind of attitude, the curiosity to try everything uh, in my career helped me a lot. I never say no to anything. <laughs> oh, do you want to design interior? Yes, I'm going to design interior. Do you want to design wheels? Yes. I always was saying yes and taking more work that I couldn't, deli- I couldn't deliver. This is, this is probably my secret recipe. That's why <laughs> I was saying that uh, the, 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 the mirror with the Mini Cooper mark is exactly that. When you look at the Mini Cooper from outside, 
you cannot believe what she's capable on a truck. You know what I mean? But uh, when you see it, it's super fun. And then when you're driving on a truck, it's so cool. At the end of the story, the journey is amazing. And actually, you can, the Mini Cooper delivers much more than what you think. And that's why I, I, I made this, uh, let's say, example with the Mini Cooper. <laughs> I like it. Well, we've had we've had two of those vehicles in our family, so uh, I understand. Uh, they've always uh, surprised me uh, when we had them. We don't have them anymore, but uh, yeah. You know, when it comes to books, we love books here at Cars, yeah. And I wondered if there's a, if there's, a one book you might recommend, maybe even a, I know there's lots of books that have been written about Ninfarina, but is there one in particular you might recommend to our listeners to uh, to put on their library shelf? Yes, actually, um, I don't want to uh, promoting my company, but honestly speaking, when I read uh, in 2020, uh, the book that Paolo uh, Pininfarina gave me as a gift uh, with his signature, I'm taking really with a lot of, uh, it's really pressure on my library. Uh, the 90th anniversary book uh, of Pininfarina uh, was something that was a wake-up call to me because you believe that you have knowledge about Pininfarina. But then when you read this uh, edition, 19 uh, history of, P- of Pininfarina design, you understand how much stuff Pininfarina did in the past. And I can tell you, now that I'm inside, you cannot believe how many unseen projects there is in the Pininfarina archive. They did basically everything and is inspiring every day. I'm really lucky to be in this company and have, uh, you know, be seated uh, together with uh, our system company, Pininfarina SPA, and the heritage of these companies is, is crazy. That book, um, for example, um, you know, by studying cars, uh, you know a lot of cars, but when you read this book, there are small details that makes the difference. For example, uh, I understood that the Fiat, Fiat, 8, Fiat 8 was, you know, the car that was developed before the 250 show wheelbase and so on. You can see this kind of book as a Bible of uh, the, 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 the roadmap of Pininfarina design since the beginning. And there are so much details. I really love to and enjoy to read this book. It's really cool because it's written in double languages and most of the time, when you find book of Pininfarina, especially in the past, there was only Italian. But this one is also in English, so I suggest to anyone to read this book because it's fantastic. It's really nice for the people that is in love with, uh, of course, uh, the Pininfarina design, uh, Golden Era. There are a lot of Ferrari, Maserati, Alfa Romeo. I mean, there is really more than 400 pages loaded of really original picture uh, taken from the archive that are absolutely stunning. And uh, small details, a lot of stories behind every project. It's really fascinating. I'll put a link to that book on Dave, Big Dave, we're going to call you Big Dave, Big Dave show notes yeah. page here on the Cartier website. Oh, magnificent book. Uh, yeah, definitely worthy of anybody's shelf who loves automobiles. So before I let you go today, I'm going to enable you to go on the ultimate drive. This is a fun little game. I'm going to buy you any car in the world, Dave. If you want a 250 short wheelbase, and I tell you, I've been able to drive one of those. They're pretty darn cool. I hope you've been able to get behind the wheel or you do someday. Uh, I'm going to park any car you'd like in your garage. You can take it on a drive and you can take anybody with you, including somebody from the past who's no longer with us, which makes the ride kind of fantastic. What would be your ultimate drive? (laughs) I'm laughing because... uh um I, I really love what we are doing here and uh, <laughs> Batista uh, yeah Batista um, uh, uh, convinced even the most skeptical person in the world about uh, electric uh, hypercar and uh, the first time that I drove Batista was something that is difficult to describe by words that's why we are doing a lot of test drive because honestly speaking Mark, uh, I never had the opportunity to stay behind the wheel of 250 show with base, and I would love to do it. But if you have the chance to meeting us in some event and you will have the uh, chance to drive Batista, you will understand that. Oh, my. And <laughs> now my heart's beating fast. <laughs> no, really. I mean, uh, that's why my answer is definitely Batista. Yeah. It's something that um, it's a combination of emotion that it's unique. You have got the feeling of driving an instant classic car but basically the, the, that has a powertrain that comes from Mars. 
It's it's insane. It's not just acceleration. It's the way that this car behaves, the feeling that you have in your steering wheel. I mean, as as a driver, and then you can understand me really well because you drove a lot of car. You, I mean, as a driver, you are the pivot the pivot of the car mm. is turning basically around you. And this is for two main things. The calibration that our engineers did on this car, it's absolutely stunning. The, the, the overall mass of the car is exactly in between the wheels. The gravity point of the car is so low, thanks to the T battery shape, that it's insane. And basically when you turn on a curve, usually basically you get the full throttle, you make the brake, you, you get into the cord, you know, and the apex, and then you get out, and then when the steering wheel is straight, you can flat out. <laughs> With this car, you have, to, you have to change the way to drive. You can basically floor it a little bit because the torque vectoring helps the exterior tire on the external side to run much faster, and then you are cornering, and basically, it's like a Moto, MotoGP, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like sliding and then making the apex shorter, and then flat out with an incredible acceleration. Wow. This is something that you have to experience, stay behind the wheel, and uh, we saw, now it's uh, five years that um, we are developing the car, this car, and now is finished, we are delivering it, and in the last, especially two years and a half, we saw a lot of customers getting out with a big smile and saying, <laughs> no kidding. I don't know what is the things, but I want it. That's why my choice, <laughs> my choice for your game is like, definitely I want to uh, drive a Batista uh, and I want to, uh, I would like to drive with, uh, as a passenger seat, uh, Batista Pininfarina. Yes, of because, course. Because, uh, yeah, I'm getting emotional because uh, I'm not part of the Pininfarina family. I mean, uh, I'm just working really hard in order to protect and try to do uh, the best work is possible with my team in order to make proud Batista and the Pininfarina family. Nice. Because uh, he, the, he, the dream of our founder was exactly that, you know, becoming like uh, Henry Ford or Enzo Ferrari, having right. uh, his own badge on the bonnet. Uh, he became victim of his success and the family business grows so much that the end of the story was almost impossible to become a car maker because everyone was asking work and support from Pininfarina. So having, uh, having, I mean, have the chance to be uh, mature enough to lead in the design team of Automobili Pininfarina and realize, you know, the fastest Italian car ever with the Pininfarina by John the Bonnet, Mark is definitely something special. <laughs> and I would like to discuss with him and uh, ask him if, was, if, if, he, if he was happy and, uh, you know, uh, if he was proud of what we were doing it at the end of the story. is going to sign forever a moment in the automotive in history. And uh, from now on, we can shape uh, much more product uh, around the new technology. And Pininfarina Battista, it's a car that is going to inspire in the future for sure um, new design. And maybe there is already kids that um, are growing, you know, with a different mindset than us, Mark. Right, right. For example, me and you, why, by, by working when we were kids, you were turning your neck when you feel a big noise coming yep. from your oh, back, yeah. you know, like, and then, uh, and then you say like, oh, oh, wait, wait a second, this is a Ferrari, what is a Porsche, it's a Lamborghini. So this is where we grow with that things. But uh, I'm seeing with my nephew and, and my uh, small daughters that uh, uh, they are not get used to it. I mean, there is cars that are doing noise, of course, but they are getting used to the fact that electric car, it's, uh, yeah. It's not a new thing. For them, it's the normality. And uh, we have to do something in order to inspire again new generation uh, to be to become a collector and then don't lost and don't waste, you know, 93 years of an incredible journey of Pininfarina. That's why our goal is to create beautiful car. So driving Battista on my uh, favorite road that is connecting Turin to the seaside. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've never been there. It's uh, actually, we have a, uh, probably the same taste because you have a Ducati, <laughs> I have a Ducati. You own a, a Mini Cooper R52. <laughs> I got the same one, so probably we can we can enjoy to yeah. to to drive to drive to Battista from Turin to the oh seaside. There is a <laughs> yeah, there is a there is a fantastic road that um, it's Turin, Cortemilia, Cortemilia. I go to Millesimo, Millesimo uh, to Savona. Basically, it's uh, probably. 
270 kilometer, uh, full of uh, nice curve, cutting really best uh, the best environment, uh, and then uh, it's really fun. Uh, I would like to drive from Turin, get to the seaside, have a nice lunch uh, in front of the sea, and then repeat it again. <laughs> of course, on the way on the way on the way back. Oh, sounds like a wonderful day, uh, Dave. This is spectacular, and you've taken us on a magnificently passionate drive today. And I I can't thank you enough. Before I let you go, could you share maybe some words of inspiration for our listeners, if not <laughs> as if you've not inspired them enough already? Well, um, yeah, I, I used to be also a professor in the school, and honestly speaking, is my second passion because. Um, actually, uh, I never say to anyone, but I'm going to share with you Thank a you. secret. I mean, actually, when I was a, a professor in, in design school, uh, was more, much more how much I learned from my student instead of what I was gave to them. Because mm. I'm a person that share uh, everything that I know uh, without uh, any limit. I'm not jealous of what, uh, oh, uh, you know, I'm not uh, taking secrets to me. I really love teaching and say to the people, look, you don't have to spend 10 years of experience to get there. I show you the trick how to get the best reflection. What is the trick to, you know, create uh, the perfect shape that aerodynamically doesn't piss off engineer and so on. I- I'm going to deliver that. But in the same time, this was the best moment because when you have to teach something to other people, you have to simplify what you know. Mm-hmm. And then you have to organize your mindset in order that uh, you have to make everything much more understandable. In this moment, when I was professor, I realized that, uh, you know, when you are capable to put together in a really simple way what you do and the people can understand immediately, you are becoming much more stronger. Because basically you mean that you own what you know and it's not just by mistake. So... Uh, my advice to, to, to the people that want to become a designer is like, uh, it's not just the people that uh, have uh, this gift of having a nice hand that, uh, you know, by nothing they can do a car sketch in five seconds. No, it's not that. I mean, uh, in the past, I got a lot of mentors and probably one of the biggest one was uh, Giorgetto Giugiaro. He teach me a lot of things mm. directly and indirectly. He was telling me that... Um, there is two types of uh, designers, okay? There is the, the artist, and they are the people that is gifted with uh, a fantastic manuality, and they create uh, art on paper. And then there is designers. Designers can have a fantastic uh, um, hands, okay? But uh, what makes the big difference is the head. Mm. Is in the way that they understanding the um, engineering and the 360 uh, overall process how to build a car and uh, thanks to his word i start to develop uh, much more curiosity of for example how the car is assembly how the metal is printed how uh, we can bend the, the carbon fiber and these kind of things uh, means uh, studying a lot and do a lot of work because this is the only way to achieve this level because you have to have a lot of competence and you also you also have respect the people that is working with you. I mean, of course, there is the, fun, the, the the classic story, you know, designer against engineer. But the end of the story, you know, it's just a matter of communication. You have to understand them. And you cannot just pretend to design a car without understanding which kind of request ask them. Because in other way, there is no communication. The, the, I think that the major trick is be curious about everything and ask, ask what you don't know and be really honest and make a lot of work. My father was uh, really, let's say, a person that inspired me a lot because he was telling me every time, I don't know how to translate uh, in English properly. In, Ita- in Italian is uh, impara l'arte e mettila da parte. means uh, learn the job, you know, the secret of the job and take it for yourself. So you have to ask to the people that uh, know how to do things, uh, how to do things. And for doing that, you have to be humble. You have to take the risk uh, probably to be, um, you know, the people maybe is harsh with you because they don't want to give you secrets. Uh, Observing master at work in order to stall the secrets. This is the only way. And uh, I always did that. Always, always. I was bothering everyone to say like, how you do that? I don't know. Yeah, the first time is, I don't know. The second time, how you do that? Oh, actually, you know how to use that? No, actually not. 
okay, then I cannot try. Then the third time, how you can do that? I I bother a lot of people in order to achieve, you know, to solve something. So my advice is do a lot of work because this is the only way to uh, close this gap that there is between what you want to do and what you actually have to do. So this is my advice. And you'll love this. My first new car was the Volkswagen Scirocco, who was des- that car was designed by Giorgio. Yes. So uh, very, very cool. <laughs> yes. That was a car I had for a long time. You know, this has been an absolutely wonderful trip. Uh, you and I could talk forever. And when we have that chance to drive those matching Batistas out to the coast, uh, it will make my life, I think. Uh, absolutely. I'll put a link to... Uh, <laughs> To uh, automobilepeninfarina.com, very easy to find for you listeners and for all of you lucky enough and fortunate enough to uh, see what Peninfarina is bringing and Dave and his team are bringing to the lawn um, at the Quail. And you'll see it around the peninsula. Oh my gosh, this is going to be absolutely outstanding. And before you go, I want to do a big shout out to Elizabeth Williams at Con Media and all the team at Con for bringing Dave to me today and Akira Shinonuma. I'm doing a I'm doing a destruction to Akira's name, but thank you for him and his help for bringing Dave to the show as well. He's part of the team there at Beninfarina. Dave, grazie for being so generous today with your time and your passion. Oh my gosh, man, you're an enlightening guy. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you on the lawn at the Quail. Thank you so much, Mark. Was uh, was really fun and uh, was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. You're welcome. If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe, that the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, and thousand mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship. And their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs. And they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM Future Class, and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah! Yeah!